Welcome everyone, we're about to begin Be'es Hashem, Shalom Bayashir, number 208. We're going to start a series here of Shiurim, um, you know, we're going to see how, uh, how we're going to space it out, but this is based on a very important book uh, called um, Talk to Me Like I'm Someone You Love, and um, this is highly recommended by um, John Gottman, who is an expert on marriage for over 40 years and others. And basically, these are phrases with uh, this author, um, Nancy Dreyfus, called flashcards of words, of expressions that couples need to say to each other, very practical things, these are very helpful tools that help a couple gear towards a more loving relationship, a more kinder relationship. And when a couple is stuck in a spiral of arguing or being defensive or have has trouble like listening empathetically, these um, flashcards of phrases to review helps a couple orient themselves to create a peaceful environment with one another, to connect better with one another, and to use these tools to transform their personalities from being productive to being more productive, from being mean to being kind, from being lousy at interacting to become a lot better at interacting. And um, this person um, designed and um, many, many of these phrases, um, 127 in total, of all different aspects of non-defensive messages that a husband could tell his wife and the wife could tell her, uh, um, her husband that helps them foster a safe environment for each other to treat each other with more respect, to treat each other with a allowing and the gift of giving uh, the ability to connect with one another, to nis- listen to one another, to share with one another. And it's very, very um, in- important. And um, sometimes a couple could write these phrases to one another or talk to each other about it and work with it in order to help repair the relationship. And... Um, Sometimes, for example, one of them has a difficulty saying I'm sorry and they need to use these flashcards and phrases to get themselves to a point where they it becomes more natural to say I'm sorry when it's needed to say and so on and so forth. So we're going to go through some of these things. I put um, a PDF file with all of these phrases and um, in in various shiurim that I'll give, I'll put it up again from time to time, and we'll go through some of these aspects. 
And again, it doesn't have to be exactly like the phrase is, but it's a good idea is to read through them. And sometimes you'll feel something when you read these questions or the way it's put that'll make you feel more um, introspective to realize, you know, you may feel uncomfortable with some of these wordings of these phrases because it's really sharing of yourself and becoming vulnerable. But very often, these are things that will facilitate healing in a marriage. And um, that's an important thing. So the first ones, we're going to go through a few of them now. And basically, when a marriage has some tensions, these quote-unquote flashcards or sayings are ways for telling one another, let's break a vicious cycle, let's break a certain staleness in our marriage, let's break a certain unkindness that's going on in our marriage, and let's shift gears. And they each agree to shift gears. So the first one, let's give an example of this first one here. The first one says where one spouse tells to the other or they tell each other they had a bad fight or things were not going well between the two of them lately. And one tells the other, writes to the other, expresses to the other, and the other one listens, saying, this feels awful. Can we start again and really listen to each other? And this one, which is the first one she decided to put in the book, is a real key. When you're experiencing a difficult situation in a marriage where it seems like you're not getting each other and things are, you know, tense or you feel distant from one another, and when you show this to them and say, you know something, no blame going around. I just feel terrible about this. And I feel terrible about the fact that we've hit this unpleasant situation because I really do love you. And we're both not happy with what's going on. We both want the marriage to work well. We both want to really listen to one another. And let's try to start now. This feels bad the way we've been feeling based on the way we've been interacting let's both sincerely try to start again and really listen to one another this flashcard she writes the author is an extremely helpful one sometimes you know if it's too defensive to say can we start again you could say can i start again can i start again and is there a way i can start and really listen to you more. If they both do it together, and they feel it together, then they could say it together, can we start again? Can we both listen to each other better? Can we both communicate with each other better? The second flashcard here is where one acknowledges to the other, I know I was being defensive, but so can you say this in a less charged way so I can feel safe with you? So in other words, one spouse may have said something harsh to the other spouse, or they sensed that it was harsh, and you lashed out because you became defensive. So you lashed out and say, no, it's your problem. You became defensive. 
Sometimes you don't even acknowledge, you don't even realize that you're being defensive. A lot of times you're angry because you, you felt attacked, but in reality, it's because they, your spouse said something that hit home, that you know was true, that hit home, and you feel defensive about it. So instead of acknowledging it, you lash out back. And at some point, though, when you realize and acknowledge to your spouse, I know I was being defensive. That's a tremendous shift of growth. A tremendous shift in growth where a, a, a husband or wife, again, this goes both ways, recognizes you know something, I reacted to something you said. And maybe you said it too harshly. That's why I'm asking you, maybe say it in a more sensitive way. But what you said was right. And because it hurt me, because you were telling me a truth that hurt me, I became defensive and I lashed out back. So I'm asking you, I do want to learn. I don't want to become so defensive, but please, if it's a sensitive topic that you feel something I need to improve upon, please try to say it in a less charged way, in a more kind way, in a, in a, in a more safe way. So I won't feel the need so much to protect myself. I won't feel so vulnerable and I'll be able to trust more and I'll be have the more energy to listen to what you have to say and what I need to correct. So this is very important because here, if the one who's communicating this message, I know I'm being defensive. So what you're saying is, this spouse is saying, I'm not telling you to be quiet. I'm not telling you not to tell me things that I need to work on or that upset you about me. I need to hear it. And I'm inviting you to hear it. I want to hear it. I want to hear something that I did or said bothered you or upset you. I want to hear about it but I want to hear about it in a gentle way where I don't become defensive. I want to hear it in a kinder way so I feel safe with you, so I don't feel defensive and I won't react and lash out back because I feel threatened. If you talk to me in a more gentle way, in the most gentle way possible, about something that I need to correct or something that you feel that I could do better at. So please is there a way to say it to me where I feel safe enough and not vulnerable so that I could allow myself to trust and to respond back in kind without becoming defensive? So that is what this number two flashcard says. I know I'm being defensive. Can you say this in a less charged way so I can feel safe with you? I know that I overreacted in my defensiveness. But can you next time, but because it's because I felt, I felt that you were harsh in the way you said this to me. Is there a way you could say it in a more safe way so I won't feel so defensive? So it'll be easier for us to talk about this subject. Number three, which we're going to end off the sheer with number three. This one is... I wish you could hear this as me saying yes to myself 
not know to you. And um, it's sort of like saying, don't take this personally, but everyone knows that you shouldn't take this personally. But here is a way of basically saying, as an example, is if a husband requests something of his wife, whatever it is, I need you to do this tonight for me, whatever it is, and the wife is overwhelmed right now, and she can't do it. She doesn't have the energy to do do it right now, to do whatever her husband asked her to do, whatever it is. Please, you know, uh, this particular room needs a special cleaning. Where, where could, could you please take care of it? And the wife says, yes, yeah, sure, I'll do it. But right, but, but, but she can't do it tonight. She's overwhelmed with other things. She can't do it, and she didn't do it. The husband sees this, may take it personally. So the wife conveys back to the husband and saying, when I didn't do it or I said no, I'm not saying no to you. I'm just saying yes to myself. I want to clean that room that you asked me or do this or that that you asked me to do. But tonight I'm overwhelmed and tonight I needed time for myself. So when I'm refusing something now, it's I'm just saying yes to my need right now. It's not no to you. Very often when a Husband asks a wife or a wife a hus- to a husband to do something or to do a favor for them or to whatever they, they're asking, and the other one does not do it. Very, very often when the other one does not do it, it, they, it they want to do it and they plan on doing it. It's just that right now they're overwhelmed or they have something else they need to take care of and they're just saying yes to myself and not no to you. So not to take it personally, not to perceive it as a rejection. That's very, very important. The author says here with this particular card is that people who were severely neglected in childhood or had self-absorbed parents where they were not into their children's needs, if you were a child like that, then you will have a hard time making a distinction between a yes to myself and a no to you. You'll take it personally. Because you were neglected by your parents, you're assuming that your wife is neglecting neglecting you too. Because you were neglected by your parents, you're assuming that your husband is neglecting you too. When reality, they're not neglecting you. They're saying basically, I have a crazy schedule. There's so much I need to do. I needed this cooling off space. I needed this rest. And because I needed this half hour, 45 minutes to rest, and it was the only free time I had, I didn't have a chance to do what you're asked to do. You asked me to do. I'll do it when I'm feeling a little better, when I'm able to do it. So what happens is, is that the one who quote-unquote, was rejected, who did not have the request done for them by their spouse, they will not take it personally, and they will not be hurt by it. They'll just realize that their wife or their husband needed their space, needed to do something for themselves because they needed that. And when they, they have that energy, they will get to what they want, what you ask them to do for you. So, number three, if you 
could hear this as me saying yes to myself, not no to you. And that's uh, that's a very important thing. So for I'll give, and another good example is let's say they have a minute to do achnasasarachim and and they agree they should have some guests and whatever it is. And the husband wanted to invite a particular guest for Shabbos, and you know, to, to, can I bring home from shul this particular guest? Normally the wife doesn't mind and is happy to accommodate, you know, nice person, whatever it is. On a particular Shabbos, let's say it was a Thursday or Wednesday, the husband asked the wife, would you mind if I invite these two people over? And the wife says, no. Uh, no, not the Shabbos. I, I don't want guests this Shabbos. Uh, I have too much on my plate. I need a break, whatever. And she may have said it in a frustrated, harsh way, Okay. But the husband needs to realize. And then the husband, if he got hurt by the way her, his wife said no to him, needs to express something similar to what it says on this flashcard. I wish, and, and the wife rather also, should tell the husband, when the husband got upset at her for saying no, the wife could respond, I wish you could hear this as me saying yes to myself and not no to you. I'm happy. I You see mo- many of the times you want me? You want these guests to come over? I'm happy t- for you to bring these guests over, but I'm just saying yes to myself now. I'm not saying no to you. I'm not rejecting you. I'm not rejecting what you want. I just needed this space, this particular Shabbos. I needed this time without these guests. And if she puts it that way, then the husband will understand this, and there'll be a calmer communication between the two with more goodwill between one one to another. So we went through the f- first three flashcards. And again, these are general enough where all of you would, you know, you study this based on situations in your own marriage. Uh, they could come so in handy in understanding this and use it in one way or another in a way to communicate with each other. If you were both had a very stressful time, number one applies. This feels awful. Let's start again and really listen to one another. And if in the in, in, and in situations where one lashed out because they were defensive and then they recognized it, that's flashcard number two. I acknowledge it. I recognize I was defensive. Is there a way you could tell this to me in a kinder tone so I won't be as defensive next time around? And number three, Again, if if a husband or wife said no to to a husband or wife's request of them to say this, don't take this personally. It's not a no to you. It's just I needed this space for myself. Have a wonderful day.